All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the LOE Sports Network. Where we cut the bull script. Definitely came to play with the truth today. And I'm going to give it to you my way. Uh, it's, a, it's an alone cast for me. I'm your host, Joey G. Here to bring you all of the Week 10 news in the NFL. Um, those of you that saw San Francisco get back on track, I don't know if anybody gave up on Brock Purdy, but uh, he had himself a game. You know, he's... Uh, he was never he was never lost it was it was more like they were lose they were lost players like you know Trent Williams mattered more than we thought right um offensive line wasn't there Debo Samuels was out uh, things were things were in flux but they seemed to got the ship right it against a six and two at the time now six and three Jacksonville Jaguar team but uh Purdy's stats look pretty good um the, the whole the whole team came to play. Purdy was 19 of 26, 296 yards and and three touchdowns. Um, they even you know they they were blowing him out so bad. Sam Darnold got some play for the 49ers. Uh, on the other side, Trevor Lawrence had two ooh, two horrible interceptions. He was 17 to 29 and 185 yards. Uh, I'm not sure that's a case where you know uh, Jaguars didn't play their best, of course. Uh, or the San Francisco 49ers just took it to them. You know, they, they got out of the uh, the funk they were in going into their bye week, uh, losing three straight. Um, so, you know, I look forward to seeing what's, what's next for them. We're certainly back on top of the NFC discussion. NFC overall looks like Philadelphia, San Francisco. I don't put Dallas in that in that uh, in that class, and I'll tell you why later. But yeah, they look really serious. Uh, Another disappointing thing from the weekend, actually, was uh, Cleveland beating Baltimore uh, with a walk-off field goal, uh, 33-31. to 31. Um, I, I, You know what? We've been up and down on Lamar. Uh, he got his money. He's definitely, he definitely means a lot to that team. And, you know, logic, if Logic was here, he'd tell you, we always do this over-sensationalized uh, talk around the quarterback. Like, it's always the quarterback. Like, the quarterback can control the whole team. Uh, I mean, that's the highest paid position. So there's a lot more in that um, that comes with being a quarterback. Deshaun Watson was, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't call it an amazing game. 20 of 34, 213 yards, one touchdown and one pick. But uh, Lamar's game was more important, more, more detrimental to his team because his two interceptions. There was one that came late. And then he fumbled and uh, lost the ball there. Um so, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't know what it is about Baltimore. You know, last week we were real high on them in the cast, like going into week nine. Uh, we said we had to pay attention. Like that defense looked like it was something. Uh, this one, uh, Cleveland got it together. You know, it, it, let's let's not forget. This was like it was not even close to, in the beginning. I, I think I turned on it was like 21 to three or 24 to three at one point. And then it went to nine. And then, you know, Cleveland was off to the races in the second half. So I don't know what that says about the defense. I know Cleveland has its own defense. You wouldn't know it by this game. This is a pretty much a high-scoring affair. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really thought that Baltimore had it all together going into this thing. I wanted to do something today where we – maybe I'll, I'll save it for next week. But I want to do something where we talk about the numbers – because we're always talking about stats, numbers, where rankings are. This team is 32nd in offense. And, blah, blah, blah. and what that actually means – you know, let's go team by team. Say the 32nd ranked offense 
what's the cause of that offense being 32nd ranked? What do they not have? Do they not have a, a, a leading rusher? Do they not have uh, good wide receivers? Or is it the quarterback that's the problem? Because I'm I'm willing to bet that we find out in this case that the teams that have the lack of offense, the quarterback can be uh, the source of this. You know, can't spread the ball. The talent on the out, the 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 wide receivers are are there. The the running back is there. They just can't literally get the ball to either of them because of the quarterback. Um, but yeah, I'll save that. I'll save that for later. Let's uh, continue to go down the list here. What game of no? What were we looking at? Detroit. <laughs> I mean, it was a shootout. Detroit and uh, L.A. Uh, came down to the wire, but the Detroit Lions end up winning that contest, forty-one to thirty-eight. Um, let's see what we can see. How was Goff's game? Twenty-three of thirty-three, three hundred and thirty-three yards and two touchdowns. Well, that's a great day. And then David Montgomery was 12, 12 carries for one hundred and sixteen yards. Uh, I didn't watch this game, so I, you know, I don't know how the back and forth went. I can see from the kind of score that it was pretty even throughout, and then in in the in the fourth, uh, Detroit just needed to score ten points, and they did, <laughs> and uh, and you know the the Chargers just fell short. Let's see what Justin Herbert did. He he threw the ball forty times, twenty seven of forty. 323 yards and four touchdowns with one interception. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like a good game on both both ends of the uh, the field here. This seems pretty even. Um, if anybody has anything on that, you know, please feel free to send it in. Uh, we still we still receive your emails at uh, logicovereverything at gmail dot com. Um, let's see, any more games of note before I get to this Cowboys? Giants game. Uh, Washington fell short in Seattle. Uh, man, I uh, I really don't know why. <laughs> you know, I can't. This this be enemy project. You know, if Infinite was here, he'd talk about uh, the inability to score when you need to. Uh, I saw the first couple drives for Washington, and you know they just keep settling for field goals. And then in the fourth quarter, it suddenly turns on. You know, they scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, but it's like. You know, if you do that throughout the game, you got you got to get somewhere. So I don't know what the changes are in the fourth quarter as opposed to the first, but I see that as a problem for Washington because I identify as that Dallas. You know, uh, time and time again, Dallas will have a problem with trading field goals instead of touchdowns. You know, it's always about getting so close but can't get there, and uh, I think the Redskins have a big problem there. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to say much about the defense, seeing as how they gave up two key pieces on the defense and, and still held their own against a, a pretty good Seattle team. You know, let's not forget Seattle came into this game at five and three. Not an awful record. They're now six and three because they beat the commanders. Um, and and I love Geno Smith. I you know, I don't know if that has a lot to do with with the talent of Geno Smith, but I just feel like he was never given a fair shake until he became a Seattle Seahawk. Uh, he was 31 of 47, uh, 369 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, he played a damn good game. Uh, the the uh, Kenneth Walker the third, who I'm not familiar with, carried the ball for 19 times and and only 63 yards. Uh, on the commander side, Howell again another game where he's throwing 40 plus passes, almost 50. He's 29 of 44. 312 yards and three touchdowns. Did a great job. No interceptions on the day. 
Uh, but again, the key to success, if said it again and again, we got to get Brian Robinson. We got to get Antonio Gibson. The running game has to be good. And they only ran the ball 14 times. And, you know, two of those times, if you, they really only ran the ball 12 times between uh, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. They ran the ball 10 times or 12 times. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, Brian Robinson's with eight carries for 38 yards. And then Antonio Gibson's four carries for 13 yards. Sam Howell had two big runs in the, in between that uh, for 17 yards total and uh, a nine, a nine yard average. Anyway, it just, it's just weird because they never really find it until the end. They, they did that in Philadelphia. They found it. You know, he was going score for score. He had a great game. He had 397 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, where, where I feel like the Eagles are vulnerable is in their secondary. Uh, if you can block up that front line, you, you can get the ball wherever you need to get it to. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Let's let's move on to this uh, Dallas and uh, the Giants debacle. Dallas does it again. You know, and I know everybody's going to say, oh, you never have anything positive to say. A win, you know, you won by so many points you scored 49 points in a game and you still have negative to say well do you give me a positive about the new york giants coming in what's the positive i got uh danny devito's i don't know if he you know what i'm I'm joking but i don't know if he's uh related to danny devito for real i feel i feel like i heard that over the weekend like he's a cousin or some kind of related to danny devito so Tommy DeVito was 14 of 27 for 86 yards. He still threw two touchdowns in, in trash time, and uh, he, th- he threw a pick. Um, but the real, the real thing is, uh, how much could they do? You know, what, what kind of team is the New York Giants at this point? They were, they were two and, what, two and six coming in? Two and seven coming in. Now they're two and eight. But, I mean, it's just beating up on a horrible team. Um, a win is a win, so it wasn't going to be if it's twenty to seventeen or if it's thirty to seventeen or if it's it's forty. It's all the same victory, and I just I don't see enough uh, from from the boys when it's when it's crunch time, when it's real, really time to win a game. They they're they're just complete front runners. I mean that's what it is, front runners. You know, when it, when it when it's time to dig in and and have some heart, there's nothing there. So this beating up on a on a team that's already down in the dumps doesn't do anything for me. Everybody is high on Dak again. He was 26 of 35, 404 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. I mean, CeeDee Lamb continues to show out since he had that sit down and said he's open. He he uh they let him back. They let him play too long so he could break a record so he could, you know, put these consecutive games of 150 yards or more together. Uh, so he's got over 10 receptions and over 150 yards in, in four-plus games, and, and that's an NFL record. So he was 11 uh, catches for 151 yards and a touchdown on 14 targets. You know, it, it's all just overinflated, you know, and I just want to put it back. I want to bring it back home, right? Like I want to calm down, okay, because this is not Philly – you know, we needed that. This is not San Francisco. Arizona, you pitched a dud. You know, you, you that was a team you're supposed to beat, and you got beat. So it's still more of the same Dallas Cowboys because they've shown me this before. They've shown the ability to beat up on a lesser opponent. Um, but I think 
which you'll find in my review of, of uh, the preview of week 11 when we get into, I, I want to say we play the Houston Texans. Uh, and they have a very, very surprising win in week 10 because they beat the Cincinnati Bengals. And I did not see this as a marquee game going in. Like, I don't think we even covered it in the preview of week 10. But, uh, yeah, Houston's got a quarterback, okay? Uh, he And he's a rookie. And he's quite good. He's I think he's only thrown two interceptions. And his second interception was thrown in week 10. So he only had one interception coming into the game. But C.J. Stroud might need to be taken seriously. 23 of 39, 356 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. I Devin Singletary, who I, again, running back I'm not familiar with, but 30 carries and 150 yards and a TD. I mean, that's a winning formula if I ever heard it. You know, you know your quarterback is connecting. He's throwing for over 350. Uh, you know, the, your running back is 30 carries for 150, uh, average five yards of rush. I mean, that's that tells me all I need to know. I didn't see the game. I'm just saying that this kid Shroud might be, you know, I think he's got 16 touchdowns on two interceptions or something like that, or 15 touchdowns on just two interceptions, which is a great ratio. Uh, Joe Burrow threw the ball 40 times. He was 27 of 40. He threw for 347 yards, two touchdowns, but two costly interceptions, you know? Um, and again, his running game was not there. Joe Mixon, 11 carries, 46 yards. I, I don't know. Jamar Chase had a great game again, too, but they only targeted him six times. You know, it's just, it's weird what's going on with, with uh, Cincinnati. And I know Joe said, calm down, and they kind of get their stride mid-season. Mid but, you know, I still haven't seen enough good from this team to say that anybody should be calm. At five and four now, you know, they, they're in a little bit of trouble here, you know, and and they... And as it goes on, you know, I, I don't know if I can continue to put Joe in a tier of his own. Because, you know, it's like Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow was kind of up there, but then we couldn't put Joe there, so we brought him down. But then Josh Allen also got demoted. So the, those those top level of quarterbacks are kind of in flux, and all you can do is put Pat Mahomes up there because of what he's done. He doesn't necessarily have the numbers and, and the stats. He just finds ways to win, finds the calm, and and, and gets it done. Uh, and there's some kind of formula in there I'm missing. But, you know, Joe Burrow used to, you know, we would say that he's he was better than Josh Allen. Uh, we would say he's better than um, Dak Prescott, of course. Dak, Dak, I feel like, is in the third tier of, of uh, quarterbacks. Um, but you know, Jared with Jared Goff's emergent emergence in uh Detroit and just uh CJ Stroud in general, the the rookie season he's having. I mean, the competition is is sick, is sick, and we have all these quarterbacks that haven't really won anything, Joe Burrow included, because he's he's been there, he's been right around the conversation, which is why you have him ranked so high. But then there's this, and and there's there's questions. And it's just a perverse league that way. Like, we don't know what's going on from week to week. And and I used to, you know, at the start of the season, you understood. Joe Burrow was hurt going into it. He was going to take some time to get back. But now he's back, and I don't know how much better Cincinnati is for it. So that remains to be seen. Um, let's see if we had – You know, I, I, would, I do want to talk about the Jets. It kind of broke my heart. They they seem to have control of that game against the, the Raiders. Um, but – 
Las Vegas came back when it needed to in in a very kind of you want to call it a defensive game. I, I'm with you because I think that uh, the the Jets defense is top tier. I didn't necessarily think that of Detroit. I mean, of uh, Las Vegas, but I think that the Jets have a quarterback problem. And when your your coach is on t- national TV and says he doesn't he doesn't want to answer that or he doesn't want to answer the questions around his why is Zach Wilson still starting? Ah, uh, uh, yeah, he couldn't throw one touchdown. He, he he didn't he didn't throw any touchdowns. He threw the ball up and down the field. They seemingly moved. A lot of field goals, of course. That's you know that's four field goals to get to twelve points. It's just disheartening, you know. And and there's so much talent on the Jets. There's not a lot to say week to week about the way they find to to lose games. Uh, I know they they're now on a two game losing streak. Before that, they had won three. Uh, it seemed things were looking positive, but I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Aiden O'Connell was the quarterback for the. For the Las Vegas Raiders, he was 16 of 27, 153 yards, one touchdown and one interception, but he threw a touchdown. And, you know, that that proves to be the difference pretty much. Like, you know, you can trade field goals, trade field goals. The one team that scored the touchdown won the game. Surprise, surprise, in 16 to 12. Um, I'm not going to belabor the point, though. You know, it was a uh, a pretty boring game. I was switching back and forth. Of course, there was basketball on. Uh yeah, yeah, I have I I don't I don't even understand how they continue to see the problem in 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 New York and continue to roll Zach Wilson out there. But, you know, not my problem. And moving on to the last game I'm going to talk about is uh Denver beating Buffalo. Say what you will about Sierra's husband. Say what you will. <laughs> you know, I can recall uh being scared of this of this defense for the Bills. Just two years ago, like they were, they were frightening. You know what did it? It was that game against Patrick and them. It was that. It was. I think it was the AFC Championship game. Matter of fact, it was Bills versus Kansas City, and Josh had taken the Bills down and scored in the last minute. And I thought for sure with the Bills defense, they could stop everything going on, and they stopped nothing at all. Not a thing. <laughs> and I think it was Tyreek Hill that, ended up, you know, that, that was, yeah, it was Tyreek Hill that caught the, the entire uh, drive. They, they threw it to their best receiver who was wide open. And that was the end of the Bills' scary defense. Like, they haven't been scary since, you know, and, and they're not scary now. <laughs> I mean, Russell Wilson went and dis- dissected them. 24 of 29 is crazy. Five missed passes. Five for 193 yards, which is not, you know, anything, but two touchdowns. 24 of 29, 193 yards and two touchdowns with no interceptions for Russell. I mean, you got to call him by his name at this point. He's not Sierra's husband. You know, he only missed five passes. Um, Javante Williams continues to underperform. Um, they, they're looking for a uh, bell cow back. For that for that Broncos squad, I I don't know if they they have one. Uh, they got P Ryan, they got uh, Marvin Mims Jr. and uh, Jaleel McLaughlin. Um, but all of these all of these runners here uh, didn't amount to anything. Didn't amount to anything. Javante Williams was the best of it. He got the ball twenty one times. He got twenty one carries for seventy nine yards. Um, 
I guess it's respectable. You get you keep the the offense respectable. Um, yeah, P Ryan run, ran the ball once. He had a, like an end around or whatever for eight yards. Uh, yeah, I I don't I don't know I don't know I don't see the I don't see Denver having a great lot of success this year. But you know, they great win to them. They came in three and five. They go out four and five, and Buffalo is now at exactly at five hundred at five and five. With the loss, um, just looks bad on Buffalo. It's, it was it was an important game for them to win. Uh, it was set up for them to win, and I I, I don't know where in the magic sauce uh, Russell found the the will to take it from him. I mean, if I had to think of a difference from that game, Russell didn't make the mistake to cost the uh, Broncos anything, and uh, the Broncos came to play. They came to play. Uh, Cortland Sutton, I I hadn't heard his name, <laughs> name much this season, uh, but yeah, he he got eight targets. He, he he caught eight balls. He was targeted eleven times, and he got a touchdown. Um, so yeah, it was just a great game overall for uh, for Russell Williams, Wilson and the crew. Um, and it's the Buffalo Buffalo's defeat, unfortunately. Um, let's see what happened uh, anywhere else. Anywhere I'm missing. I don't think so. Atlanta and Arizona. Eh, I can't believe Arizona won that. Like, wow. Atlanta just huh. I heard that um Bijan Robinson uh for Atlanta invited invited like 110 friends and family to see that game. Can't imagine that cost to see them lose like that. Uh yeah, Bijan Robinson invited 110 of his family and friends. I, I just I <laughs> and then he 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 showed out kinda. He he almost had a hundred yards rushing, twenty-two carries for ninety-five yards and a touchdown. So he had a he had a pretty decent game. Um I'm not sure what the what the Cardinals. Kyler Murray was back. I, uh nineteen of thirty-two for two hundred and forty-nine yards, and he threw an interception. Uh he he got you know, he got it back on the ground. He he got the touchdown on the ground. Um, Kyler Murray did six six rushes uh, for thirty three yards and a touchdown. You know he was averaging five over five yards a carry. So I guess you know. Oh, Trey McBride went crazy. Eight receptions for one hundred thirty one yards. Okay, all right. That may have been the way they got up and down the field. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Atlanta had control of this thing in the first half when I looked at. I thought they were off to the races. It was it was like fourteen to three in the second quarter, because um, they had scored back to back touchdowns. Um, but Arizona m- made a game of it, you know, um, and and scoring ten points in the third quarter, came back and won it on a on a field goal in the fourth. So twenty five to twenty three. Kudos to Arizona. Uh, it's been a pretty interesting. Oh yeah, we we got a note that Josh Dobbs came to uh, Minnesota. And and has turned around the fortunes, you know. I don't I don't know that Kirk Cousins could do it any better. Uh, this this guy is throwing the ball again. You ask why a guy like Josh Dobbs on the market and the Jets being long needing a quarterback for so long. But as soon as the Vikings needed a quarterback, they go get this kid Joshua Dobbs, who's throwing twenty three of thirty four, two hundred and sixty eight yards, one TD, no interceptions. Like he's playing. Flawless football. Two, two, two weeks into his new team, knowing a new playbook, you know, having to do all of these things, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know, I, I know it's the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints came in. I think they were uh, 
five and five and four at the time. So now they're five and five. They're exactly at five hundred. But now the Minnesota Vikings are two games up, two games winning streak since Josh Dobbs. One, he did a he he uh basically drove down the field and scored a touchdown to, to win that last game. And then this game he, he throws a flawless game, no interceptions. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. We'll see. But the Vikings are six and four, and you got to put them in the conversation. Uh, you know, they're part of that NFC, yeah, influx every every week. You know, you you're never sure whether it's a foregone conclusion that the better team will win. It's it's a lot of parody, I guess that's what they call it, parody, and and uh, you know, just all around we 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 don't know until it's played. Until the game is played, you never know. Uh, things continue. To be a disaster in New England, they lost to Indianapolis ten to six. Chicago won a game. Well, Carolina sixteen to thirteen, and uh, that's that's pretty much it from around the league. Pittsburgh twenty three to uh, nineteen over Green Bay. Yeah, it's been a it's been a great week ten. You know, I'm I'm encouraged to see where Dak takes these. Uh, Cowboys, and I say it's on him because it's been on him. Like, you know, you play quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. So for me, I'm excited to see what he can do against uh, a formidable team, a team with at least a winning record, because uh, so far this season he, has, he hasn't gotten a chance to display uh, all that great of a, an outcome, you know, a win, <laughs> I'll say, a win against a, a team with a, a winning record. And um that's it. That's it for uh, week 10 in the NFL. This has been the LOE Sports Network. Thanks for listening, folks. Hey, I, I know we weren't uh, full strength today as the show, but, you know, the show must go on. We are we are continuing to work very hard to grow the channel. If you guys could help me out and just hit that subscribe button on all the DSPs, it all comes back to adding the to value of the show uh, and adding to the fact we can do this more often. Um, I don't want to belabor the point, but right now we have over 500 listeners that are listening to the Sports Network, but we, we don't have those same number of subscribers. So if you're on a DSP, especially Spotify, it's real easy. It doesn't cost you anything. Please kick that, click that subscribe button so me and the gang can keep doing our thing. Thank you for listening, folks. We out.